Hello again, everyone. Welcome into Kicks and Dribbles. I'm Dan McClay, where we look at world soccer every week. My goodness, it's just been happening so fast. We've got qualifiers now beginning to ramp up. We've got league action going. Uh, we've got uh, even friendlies uh, coming up, and the United States is going to be in action. We'll get to that in just a minute. But first, let's start off with this coming Wednesday. Uh, 16 Asian World Cup qualifying games have been postponed, including the uh, confrontation that was kind of being looked forward to uh, between North and South Korea. This is all COVID-19 related. I don't know when these games are going to be made up, but the Asians are going to have to qualify, uh, looks like, week by week uh, after this thing gets cleared up, hopefully. Um, but I tell you what, the games are piling up that the Asian qualifiers need to be played. Uh, numerous European friendlies are being scheduled this week. For example, on Wednesday, Denmark is going to host Sweden in Copenhagen. That should be an interesting matchup. Uh, no local television. If you get ESPN3 or you can connect yourself to it, uh, you can catch the game. Uh, Sweden-Denmark is always an interesting matchup simply because they're neighbors and because both uh, countries have become somewhat better in uh, world soccer in the past five to six years. So uh, you might want to tune in 1.30 uh, Eastern time for that one on ESPN3. Now, uh, Netherlands and Spain will play in Amsterdam on Wednesday. That's a 3.45 Eastern start, uh, 2.45 uh, Central time. They're going to play uh, there in uh, Amsterdam Stadium. That game is on Unimas. That's the Spanish uh, TV uh, network. And that, again, will be at 2.45 Central, 3.45 Eastern. Netherlands and Spain, that's always an excellent matchup. On ESPN Plus and ESPN app on uh, Wednesday, Germany will host the Czech Republic. Switzerland It's going to travel to um, Belgium. That will be a good game because the Swiss have become uh, somewhat more effective over the past couple of years in moving the ball and getting uh, more attack going. Usually they played for a tie, but this uh, Swiss team is a little bit different. And I'll tell you what, the Belgians had better be on their, on their uh, best behavior because the Swiss are going to take it to them. Uh, Belgium currently listed or up in the top five in the world. Uh, the Swiss can uh, bring it to you, so the Belgians will get a real test here on Wednesday playing Switzerland. Okay, now... Uh, this one game I want to mention, a couple of nations in Africa is going to start doing some qualifying games. There's this one game on BN Sport that you might want to check out, and I'll tell you why. Uh, it's Libya hosting Equatorial Guinea. Now, to the modern soccer uh, fan, that might sound like a real yawner. But, um, yeah, the Libyans are kind of tough. They uh, have some good speed. they got some good young talent. They have a problem with chemistry throughout the team as far as getting ball from point A to point B. But Equatorial Guinea showed a lot in Couple of Nations qualifying before the pandemic hit. They were playing some really strong football. So uh, this might be a game you might want to check out just to see how it goes. It's at 2 Eastern, 1 uh, Central time. Uh, and again, that's going to be on BN Sport. That's Libya hosting Equatorial Guinea in Tripoli. On Thursday, another bunch of Asian qualifiers already postponed because of COVID-19. But they are going to do some World Cup qualifiers down in South America. The Ecuadorians have got to travel north, or actually east, to play Bolivia. And yeah, guess where the game's being played? Three guesses, first two don't count. That's right, it's in the city that's halfway to heaven, uh, La Paz. Okay, so the Ecuadorians got to bring extra oxygen masks and all that good stuff. Again, Ecuador are going to Bolivia on Thursday. Paraguay is going to travel east, and they're going to go to Buenos Aires to play Argentina. That will be a good game. On, uh, on Thursday as well, we've got Euro qualifying going on. Now, why ESPN decided to televise this first game in the Euro qualifying schedule, I have no earthly idea. There are other games that are just as good, but yet they decided to do this one. 
Uh, it's going to be Georgia hosting North Macedonia. Um, yeah, okay, you know, these two teams are, okay, I'm, I'm all for giving the countries a little bit of uh, airtime, but Georgia, North Macedonia, I'm, I'm kind of shaking my head on that one. ESPN2 is going to have the coverage at 11 o'clock Central Time. It's live from Tbilisi. Uh, I tell you what, I, I don't know what the COVID uh, protocol is there in Georgia right now, but uh, if, it, if the fans are allowed in, those people turn out, and that Tbilisi Stadium can fill up in a hurry. So Georgia hosting North Macedonia ESPN2 at 11 o'clock Central Time, noon Eastern on ESPN2. That's on Thursday. And the other games that were uh, that ESPN possibly could have televised, uh, Scotland is traveling to Belgrade to play Serbia, which would be a pretty good matchup. Slovakia is traveling to Northern Ireland there in Belfast. They're going to play Northern Ireland there in a World Cup qualifier, which would be an excellent matchup. And Iceland's going to travel to Budapest to play Hungary. So, but uh, ESPN has decided to show North Macedonia and Georgia for whatever reason. Uh, if you watch the game, enjoy. Bring extra popcorn. Okay, also on Thursday, we've got a good game with the USA. All right, now this is on Fox Sports 1. This will be at 145 Central, 245 Eastern. The USA is traveling to Wales, and they will play in Swansea City. Now, Swansea City is the second largest city in Wales. It's down on the coast. Uh, Cardiff, obviously, the capital, but they're not going to use the Cardiff Stadium. They're going to use Swansea City. Uh, this will be on Thursday. I want to see how the USA shows up. They haven't played in a while. These are all European-based players. These guys have been making their mark on the different leagues in Europe. This is a strong team. This team should take Wales very easily. I'm saying by a score of maybe 3 nothing, 4-1, okay? The Welsh are a good team. I'm not putting the Welsh down. Gareth Bale is a great player, and the USA back line is going to have their hands full with him. But I think the USA overall on paper, if you measure up the talent, USA should really make a uh, good mark on this game. So USA going to Wales Thursday, 145 Central, 245 Eastern. Fox Sports 1 has got the coverage. Now, well, the USA is going to be in Swansea City, <laughs> the Irish are going to travel across the North Sea, and they're going to play England in Wembley. Boy, I'll tell you what, you talk about if people uh, didn't have to worry about COVID, they'd fill up Wembley in five minutes on this one, I guarantee you. Ireland against England, mm, that's got some implications, doesn't it? Okay, very good. So that's going to be on Thursday as well. I'm sure they'll run the score of that game across the bottom on Fox Sports 1 while you're enjoying the USA and Wales uh, playing each other. Nine African Cup of Nations game are also on tap for Thursday. Uh, one of them that I want to kind of point out, Cameroon against Mozambique. Now, to the again, the average soccer player, that may sound like a yawner. But uh, Cameroon and Mozambique are two excellent teams. They've got some guys playing in Europe. These two uh, teams are very, very fast, okay? Cameroon has got some great ball handlers. Mozambique can move the ball up and down the field and has a great counterattack. Cameroon, Mozambique on Thursday. Don't know about TV. If you can find it, good luck. Uh, you may want to go to one of your local sports bars, grab a couple of hamburgers, and uh, enjoy the game. Uh, African Cup of Nations, Cameroon hosting Mozambique on Thursday along USA at Wales on Thursday. On Friday, we've got some World Cup qualifiers down in South America. Uh, Uruguay is going to travel to Barranquilla, Colombia. That's uh, way up north there in the Colombian countryside, and uh, they're going to play there. Uh, Chile is going to host Peru at the main soccer stadium there in Santiago. And then Venezuela is going to travel down to Brazil. They're going to play that game at the big stadium in Sao Paulo. I guarantee you, again, if there was no COVID uh, protocol or anything like that, they'd fill up that stadium in five minutes. Venezuela-Brazil is a rivalry. But uh, I don't know what the, what the kind of capacities they're going to allow. 
But again, Venezuela going to Brazil for a World Cup qualifier in Sao Paulo. Now, a friendly on Friday, kind of interesting here. Panama is going to be in Austria, and they're going to play Japan in the city of Graz. Okay, so that's going to be a friendly on Friday the 13th. Hmm, I don't know if I want to play a soccer game on Friday the 13th. Now, on Saturday the 14th, uh, we've got some interesting uh, Euro, uh, Euro Cup uh, matchups. We've got Portugal hosting France, which is going to be on Unimas. That will be at 145 Central, 245 Eastern. Croatia is going to travel to Sweden. That'll be on ESPN3. Ukraine travels to Germany. That's always a good matchup because those are two very physical teams. And Spain is going to travel to Switzerland. I guess they're going to play that game in uh, Zurich. They usually play the big games in this big soccer stadium there in Zurich. So Spain and Switzerland. That's going to be on Saturday. Some good matchups there. Also on Saturday, take note of this. In uh, Wiener Neustadt, which is a big town in Austria, South Korea will be playing Mexico. That will be on TUDN. That will be at 2 o'clock Central Time, 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Again, Mexico playing South Korea in Austria. Uh, Nations League on Sunday. We've got some excellent uh, matchups here. Uh, Wales will be playing Ireland in Cardiff. Poland's going to travel to Italy. England going to go to Belgium and play there in Brussels. And uh, that game's on ESPN. Finally, ESPN gets a good game on there that we can all get behind. Okay, 145 Central, 245 Eastern, Sunday, England at Belgium in Brussels. Iceland will be be traveling to Denmark. And then also, now they call this game a friendly. This is going to take place in Central America. Why they call this a friendly, I have no earthly idea, but uh, that's the way it's uh, labeled. Whether it will be a friendly or not, I have no earthly idea, but Honduras is going to travel to Guatemala. On Sunday, luckily, the game's at 11 o'clock in the morning, and hopefully everybody will still have uh, maybe some church left in them as they go to the game or whatever. Honduras at Guatemala Sunday. That's at 11 a.m. local time. If you can find it on TV somewhere, uh, enjoy. On Monday, USA has another friendly match, okay? And this time they're going to Wiener Neustadt in Austria. Now, this is the same place where Mexico is going to play South Korea on Saturday. On Monday, USA will play Panama in Wiener Neustadt in Austria. That will be at 1.45 Central Time. No TV listed yet as of this time, but I'm thinking either ESPN2 or Fox Sports 1 uh, also. So you might want to check that out. Monday, USA and Panama. That would be kind of interesting because, you know, in Austria, it's not really warm in November. And I'm thinking the Panamanians are probably going to be wearing gloves, long sleeves, and anything else they can uh, put on their bodies to keep warm. While the USA players, who are mainly European-based, won't let the cold affect them too much. So it might be an interesting matchup there. 145 Central, 245 Eastern, Panama, USA, Wiener Neustadt, Austria, either ESPN or Fox Sports Networks. Very good. So that's what's going on as far as the the tournament's going on here right now. We've got World Cup qualifying, um, and we've got uh, Nations League, and we've also got – other friendlies going on around the world. So we will keep you posted on how those things all turn out. So let's go to the European leagues right now and figure out how everybody's doing. Well, there's been a major movement in the uh, EPL. Uh, Number one right now is, yep, the Foxes, Leicester City. Leicester City has been playing some good football lately, to say the least. They have looked very, very good. As a matter of fact, the other day, they defeated Wolves at home, one to nothing. Good match. You know, the Wolves are a tough defensive team. Nuno Esparza, Esperanza does, I mean, is uh, got the Wolves playing very, very well. But Leicester City is doing even better. 
And uh, Jamie Vardy had the only goal for Leicester City, a penalty kick in the 15th minute. And they were on their way. They held on for a one nothing victory. So you've got Leicester City in first place with 18 points in the EPL. Second place belongs to uh, Josie Mourinho's Tottenham Hotspur. They're at 17 points. Liverpool in third place at 17 points. Uh, fourth place, Southampton, 16 points. Boy, I'll tell you what, Southampton playing some great football. They gave Everton this past weekend their third loss in a row, a 2 nothing shutout. And uh, you just you just got to admire what uh, Southampton's doing. Uh, they have very little payroll, and yet they're sitting in fourth place in the EPL. Just an amazing job there. Fifth place belongs to Chelsea at 15 points. Sixth place, Aston Villa, 15 points. Now, let me tell you what Aston Villa did this past week. Yeah, that's right. And if you didn't hear, they shut out Arsenal. I mean, just whitewashed them, 3 nothing. Uh, they're at Arsenal. I mean, it wasn't even close, folks. It was uh, like, you know, Aston Villa basically controlled the game. 3 nothing. the final damage there. Dean Smith, I'll tell you what, hats off and a pat on the back to him. He has got, you talk about a, a small payroll. Aston Villa is dealing with, I mean, peanuts. And uh, right now they're sitting in sixth place in the EPL, and they just knocked off Arsenal. My goodness, what's next, right? Of course, this is 2020. Anything can happen, correct? Okay, very good. So Aston Villa in sixth place in the EPL at 15 points. Seventh place belongs to Everton at 13 points. Now, Carlo Ancelotti, even if his team is winning and they could be winning the championship, he looks like he just swallowed some milk that's been a little bit you know, sitting in the refrigerator too long. You know what I mean? Uh, and Carlo, I'm sure right now is I'm, – I'm sure he's not panicking, but I'm thinking he's got to be thinking that, you know, hey – Something's not clicking here, and we need to get some people moving. So uh, I'm thinking he may uh, take James aside and say, look, you know, what, what's going on out there? What, what do we need to do? James is the glue in that team right now, and they need to work the ball to James and get him going. Once James goes and once James gets on his track, then Everton is a team you can't stop. So let's see what happens with Everton this coming week. Uh, again, they're in seventh place with 13 points, uh, eight Eighth place belongs to Crystal Palace, who has come up. Uh, Crystal Palace making a run here. They're at 13 points as well. They're the ones who booted Arsenal out of the top 10. Arsenal now drops to 11th place and 12 points. And then in ninth place in the EPL, um, we've got Wolves at 13 points. And then Man City at 12 in 10th place. I'm sure Pep Guardiola is not happy with Man City being in 10th place. But again, he's not out of the top 10. And he can uh, make that team... uh, do better, I think. So we'll see how that goes with uh, the EPL this coming week and the coming weeks uh, ahead. Now let's go to the Bundesliga and check out that uh, that scene uh, down there. Bayern Munich still in first place, but let me tell you, they've got people nipping at their heels. Uh, RB Leipzig has come up into second place in the Bundesliga at 16 points. In third place, we've got Dortmund, who is going to be hanging around the top five, I guarantee you, the whole season. Uh, Dortmund now in third place at 15 points. In fourth place, Bayern Leverkusen. Uh, 15 points, and Leverkusen, get this, they've got 11 goals in the past three games. I mean, this team has been on a roll. Uh, Their coach is Peter Boss, and if you don't know Peter Boss, he's a former Dutch player who uh, was a very good, smart player. He he did things fast. He knew how to press, and I'm sure he's got this team running all over the field like, uh, like, uh, you know, people on a a mission. So uh, Peter Boss and Leverkusen making a name for themselves in the Bundesliga right now. And I'll tell you who he's got while playing for him. He's got Moussa Diaby, who's on the French national team. He's got Nadim Amiri, who's a German, but with uh, Iranian descent. Uh, Florian Wirtz, who's also German. Leon Bailey from Jamaica, who is as fast as the wind. And Argentine Lucas Alario. That's the uh, the, the uh, death squad, you might call them, 
from uh, Leverkusen, who is uh, taking this team up to fourth place in the Bundesliga at 15 points, and they are right behind uh, IRB Leipzig and tied with Dortmund. I tell you what, this is this is something to watch, okay? Because this Bundesliga is going to get interesting uh, as the season moves on. Fifth place in the Bundesliga belongs to Union Berlin. They have been coming on strong. They have booted Eintracht Frankfurt out of the top 10. Union Berlin now at 12 points. In sixth place, you've got Wolfsburg with 11 points. Seventh place belongs to Mönchengladbach with 11. Eighth place belongs to Stuttgart, 10 points. Ninth place, Werner Bremen, also 10 points. And 10th place belongs to Augsburg with 10 points. So it's going to get interesting. And, of course, Augsburg is led by Heiko Herlich, who's just a, a magnificent coach. Uh, he's been around for, for, for a while. And so uh, between, between him and uh, Peter, uh, Peter Boss uh, at, at uh, Leverkusen and the other coaches that, that are in the, uh, in, the, in the Bundesliga, this is going to be an interesting season, to say the least. This is not going to be boring by any stretch of the imagination. Okay, let's look at Serie A now down there in Italy. AC Milan still on top, 17 points. Sassuolo still in second place at 15 points. Boy, how about Sassuolo? They just won't give up, and they, they're just right there. Uh, third place belongs to Napoli with 14 points. Fourth place belongs to Roma with 14 points. Had a good victory uh, this past week. Uh, fifth place belongs to Juventus with 13 points. Sixth place, Atalanta, 13 points. You guarantee you Atalanta's going to be in the top 10 the whole season, okay? No, no doubt about it, just a matter of where they're going to land. Seventh place, Inter, 12 points. Eighth place belongs to Verona with 12 points. Ninth place, Lazio, 11 points. Uh, they, uh, they've been playing well. And 10th place, Sampdoria, 10 points. Sampdoria hanging in the top 10 of the Serie A. Boy, I tell you, with, a, with payrolls like, uh, like Claudio Ranieri's got there at, at Sampdoria, oh, my goodness, I don't know how he does it. So, uh, you know, and Sassuolo with a peanuts uh, payroll as well. So uh, these guys are, are just doing amazing jobs, okay? Uh, let's look at La Liga now, down there in Spain. Uh, Real Sociedad, this team just will not give up. This team will not go away. This team is making people talk, okay? Uh, Emmanuel Alguacil is doing a great job there at Real Sociedad. He has got the whole Basque country just, you know, celebrating. Uh, they are in 20 points and first place, 10 goals, last three games. Not bad, huh? I'll tell you what, uh, just just amazing. Villarreal is in second place with 18 points. Atletico Madrid, third place, 17 points. Get this, Real Madrid, fourth place, 16 points. And I don't know if you heard what happened to Real Madrid this past Sunday. They got bamboozled down there in Valencia. Now, I don't know whether the sun from the coast got to them or whether they were lying out on the beach too long or whatever. Okay, Valencia four, Real Madrid one. Hello, what happened here? Okay, so Valencia, uh, don't take them lightly. They, uh, they they did a number on Real Madrid. Real Madrid sitting in fourth place, 16 points. Granada, fifth place, 14 points. Cadiz, sixth place, 14 points. Real Betis, I told you about Real Betis when they hired Pellegrini, right? Yeah, Real Betis sitting in seventh place at 12 points there in La Liga, and they're not going to go away. Eighth place, Barcelona. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Barcelona, eighth place, 11 points. Yeah, that's right. Valencia, ninth place, 11 points. And boy, I'll tell you what, the people in Valencia are still dancing in the streets after that victory over Real Madrid. Hitafi, the other team in Madrid, the one on the suburbs, uh, 10th place, 11 points. Now, how about Cadiz? Cadiz in sixth place. They just came up into the uh, La Liga this year. This is a, you talk about a team with a payroll of peanuts or peanuts for a payroll, however you want to look at it, Okay. 
Alvaro Cervera doing a great job down there at Cadiz. Uh, beat Real Madrid in the Bernabeu back on the 17th. And I'll tell you what, that shocked everybody. That, that shocked not only the Madrileños, that had all of Spain just like uh, holding their breath because they didn't know what was going to happen. Okay? So uh, Cadiz doing a great job there. Uh, they're going to be home to Real Sociedad on Sunday the 22nd. Don't think that's going to be a good match. Yeah, Real Sociedad going to Cadiz. Cadiz, one of the hottest teams in La Liga. That's going to be a great matchup indeed. Okay, very good. Let's look at League 1 real quick. PSG still on top with 24 points. Lille in second place with 19. Yes, Lille. Uh, Rennes, uh, 18 points in third place. Marseille, also at 18 points. Lyon, 17. Then Monaco, 17 points. Montpellier, 17 points. Nice, 17 points. Ninth place, Angers, 16 points. And Metz, 10th place with 15 points. Nico Kovac coaching Monaco, doing a good job there. He's got Ben Yedder, who he signed from Sevilla, who was the leading goal scorer. And Stefan Jovic, who he signed from Inter, also helping with the goal scoring down there. Uh, look at the Mexican League real quick. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Leon still leading down there in uh, Mexico, uh, leading the Mexican League. However, they tied Toluca this past Sunday 2-2. <laughs> Doesn't help when you go to Toluca and then you get a red card in the 16th minute. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. So, Leon settled for a 2-2 draw in Toluca. Uh, Mexico League, Leon with 40 points. Then uh, Pumas with 32, along with America. Cruz Azul in fourth place. Monterrey in fifth place. They have 29 points. Tigres sixth with 28. Pachuca uh, in ninth place with 25. You got Santos in eighth place with 25. And the Cox rounds out the top 10 with 24 points. So, uh, that's the Mexican League for you. Uh, looking at MLS real quick, uh, Philadelphia, Toronto, Columbus, Orlando City, and NYCFC, the top five there in the east. There's an uh, eight-point gap between NYCFC and Philadelphia. In the west of MLS, you've got Sporting KC on top, Colorado in fifth place at 28. There's a 11-point uh, difference there. Seattle and Portland are also tied with Sporting KC at 39 points. So you got a three-way tie for first place in the west in MLS. Some interesting games from the Europa League from this past week. Just want to pass these along to you. Celtic, you know, in Scotland has always been dominating the Scottish League, but they were at home to Sparta, Sparta Prague, Sparta Prague, I should say, who is out of the Czech League. And I mean, this team is good. And they showed how good they really were. They went to Celtic and annihilated Celtic four to one. Benfica hosted Rangers that same day down in Portugal. And Rangers came away barely with a 3-3 tie. Boy, what a scoring fest that was. Roma was home to CFR Cluj from Romania. That was a 5-0 win for the Romans. Uh, Luda Goretz from Bulgaria was home to Tottenham Hotspur. And Josie Mourinho's boy did their job. 3-1 win there on the road. And then Arsenal was home to Mould out of Norway. And Mould did not really live up to what they were supposed to do. Uh, Arsenal with a 4-1 win. And AC Milan shut out at home by Lille. Uh, 3-0. That's Europa League action. These teams will uh, have the return leg this coming week. So uh, a couple of surprises there. I didn't think Lille would be beating AC Milan 3-0 at Milan. Uh, Lille is a good team, but I thought AC Milan would do a lot better. And Celtic losing at home to Sparta Prague. I didn't know Sparta Prague was that strong, but I guess we found out otherwise, right? Very good. So we got some good stuff this week. Uh, USA coming up on Thursday and then Monday. Don't miss it. Uh, USA on Thursday, Fox Sports 1. They're going to be playing Wales in Swansea City. So it'll be a good game to watch.
That's going to do it for Kicks and Dribbles. Lauren McClay is our technical producer, and John Dang handles the sound. D.C. McClay is in the ideas department. We appreciate their help. And, boy, I'll tell you what, great soccer week uh, so far. Hopefully this uh, can start picking up. We can get start getting some more fans in the stadium. Wash your hands. Uh, social distance, six feet apart, please. Let's try to get this COVID thing under control and get it out of our lives. In the meantime, don't let your life have too many yellow cards. <laughs>